0: Hi, I'm Joanne Vicknare, Meemaw, with, it's Storytime time, Meemaw, an answered prayer for stories that point children to God on the Truth Network for kids. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network.
0: Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from The Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh how fun today on Kingdom Pursuits. We're hoping you will help us fan the flame. Bibles for Asia with the Bible League today. we've got Michael Woolworth with us and uh, Michael, always a joy to have on you have so many amazing stories on how God is, you really fan the flame through his word, right?
1: Well, that's how you do it, Robbie. Uh, we, we 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 don't want to confuse this with what I did this week. Robbie, I'm in the Chicago area. Weather's gotten warm. I opened the grill for the first time and uh, basically <laughs> torched our dinner that night. So, you know, I had to put that fire out. But, no, this is how you keep Christianity going, right, by God's grace and helping to fan that flame. Whenever there's opportunities to see the gospel go forth anywhere, that's an opportunity for you, you and I to— uh, Kind of follow a call of action, Robbie. You've been a great friend of Bible League. Uh, you've uh, listeners. You've been incredibly kind to us every time that we've come and we've done kingdom work. You have hit it out of the park, and we're simply asking, will you do it again this time on behalf of uh, believers in Asia, Robbie? This is a great part of the world. God is doing some amazing things there, and it's a joy to spend this hour with you and uh, your listeners and just uh, fill them in on what He's doing.
0: Oh, absolutely! In Asia. Wow, there's more people there. (laughs) Right. And so when the flame starts, boy, it burns quickly, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, this is the most populated region of the world. More than half of the world's population uh, lives here. Um, China used to be the most populated country. You know, India has now uh, taken over that role with the China's restricted family policy. That means that India is the most populated country in the world. But uh, Robbie, let me tell you what's happening here. Not much, except this is where Christianity is growing fastest in the world. Number three is a region of Latin America. Number two is the continent of Africa. And number one is the region of Asia. Think about China, India, Malaysia, uh, Thailand, Vietnam. We'll talk about other countries as we go along today. Um, This is where it's happening, and that is very remarkable. Why? Because if you think about the storied history In recent decades in this part of the world, um, the Vietnam War, uh, Pol Pot's regime, you know, many of the the people that he killed in the 1970s were evangelical Christians. The Chinese Cultural Revolution, where family turned upon family. If you uh, had family members that were evangelical Christians, you turned them in, right? uh, Even in India right now, within the walls of India— there are anti-conversion laws, meaning uh, you could be jailed just for telling people what Jesus means to you. And so, the fact that uh, Christianity has really taken off in um, in the last 50, 60 years is absolutely remarkable. And so, um, but here's the problem we're tackling today at Bible League. Now in our 85th year of ministry, we have estimated that as many as nine of 10. New believers have no access to the Bible. Here's the easy way to figure this out, right? So if you're, if, if you're driving, don't do this, but hold up both hands, right? You've probably got ten fingers in the air now. Put down a thumb, right? So nine of ten believers, members of our spiritual family, go without what's so elementary here in America, and that's access to a Bible, right? But we're going to do something about it today. And, Robbie, again, you can do that at $5 of Bibles. We go along, we'll give our toll-free number, And uh, truthnetwork.com so that your listeners uh, can get involved with this today.
0: Yeah, and it's at kingdompursuits.com because, again, we are talking about fanning the flame, right? Just think what one Bible had done in your life. Just one. $5, right? You can imagine what it's going to do where the fires, you know, as one coal gets closer to another coal and the next thing you know... Wow, what a chance we have. And I love the, always love the idea of you see what God's doing and get in on it, right? Then here's our chance (laughs) to get in on it, you know. And, you know, I can't help but, you know, just make a small comment that, and I don't imagine anybody's done this with your last name before, but Michael doesn't want to nickel and dime you over the fact that he's a Woolworth. <laughs> <laughs> he, wa- he wants five dollars so that he could, you know, <laughs> so you could get a Bible. But anyway, you know, I'm going to have to do this. It's you know my shenanigans. So speaking of flames, and I have you know, oh, since you were talking about your your grill, I've got a few fire jokes for you. <laughs> So yes, speaking of flames, it it actually was my best friend's birthday, you know. So, Christian, I, I got him a fire extinguisher and used it on his candles, on his cake, as you might imagine. You know what his reaction was, guys? No. What was it? <laughs> he was absolutely delighted. <laughs> 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 oh. uh, yeah, there you go And I don't know if you've ever thought about You know, Ham and Noah standing next to each other they, They're doing the first burnt offering, right? Yeah the, the, Right after the flood, you know There's not a whole lot of animals And they're going to burn some of them? Okay So they're burning this animal And what do you think Ham turns to Noah and says? What did he say, hey. Robbie? Holy smokes <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, right? And, you know, the other day when uh, Michael was doing his uh, torching in his backyard, I accidentally dropped my 70s record in the fire. You know, those 70s 45s that we used to have? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, know, yeah. Uh, you know what that resulted in? Mm. I don't know. Come on now. You know this. Do you know it, Richard? Richard know it. Oh, a disco inferno. Oh God! Disco <laughs> inferno. All right. <laughs> yeah, and one of my personal favorites. If you've probably met somebody with this, uh, there's a movie by the name of it. But you know the name of a lady who burns all her bills. She just throws them right in the fire. Mm. Oh, I, you know, I no, the power idea. bills. The, you know the mortgage, all that stuff. You burn her bills. Her name is Bernadette. Yes. Bernadette. I love it. Wow. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you wake up in the fireplace tomorrow morning, or if you've been known to do this over the years, what might people tell you about your sleeping habits if you wake up in the fireplace? Hmm. Here's your brain, guys. This, this is this is answering. You look ashy? I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> you sleep like a log. That's oh, a, I, oh <laughs> wow. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew at the end of all those actual shenanigans that we would have a riddle for you to call in and win today. And then, you, you know, how fun. This is a different number we're going to have a call in and win, which is 866 348 7884. All you have to do is tell us which fire calling down profit which fire calling down prophet belongs in the ball in the bible and since we're talking about bible flames right what fire calling down prophet belongs in the bible hall of flames <laughs> i wonder 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 8663487884 which fire calling down prophet belongs in the bible hall of flames if you can answer that, Christian, tell them what they'll win. They're going to win one of our fabulous prizes from the Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. The Prize There you down. go. All you got to do is call in at 866-348-7884. Tell us which fire calling down prophet belongs in the Bible Hall of Flames. How easy. I would love to talk to you. But in the meanwhile, I love the stories. I love the stories where of, of how, you know, God has used, you know, these investments that, that all of us, mm. you know, that listening, a lot of our listeners have invested in in the Bible League and the Truth Network's partnership with you guys every year. And so, you know, it's springtime when the when the kings go out to war. Do you know that? That's what it says that King David, you know, in the spring, mm. the kings go out to war. So as we come out to war, right, what are we going to use? A sword. <laughs> and we can get one for these guys for just $5. Well, what? 100 buys 20, right?
1: It sure does.
0: Yeah. And so, what are what are some of the stories, Michael?
1: Yeah, you know, five dollars sends a Bible. You know, we, we've we've set together as uh, two ministries, Rob. And again, you've been a great friend of Bible League. Uh, you know, I'm you're, you're serious about the gospel. But I'm glad that you can have a little fun with it, right? With your, you know, those great dad and pun jokes. So, you know, in fact, a little bit later, I'm going to tell you, I had a phone call with one of your listeners and she shared with me a little joke. She listens to you regularly. So, evidently, she's picking up on all that, uh, all that fun that you put forth. But uh, yeah, yeah. A hey, listen, we're focused. We're focused right now on Asia. Why? This is the part of the world where Christianity is growing fast as it's happening here, Robbie. Uh, and yet we know that as many as 9 of 10 believers have no access to the Bible. So this hour, let's share some stories and give your listeners the chance to get involved by fanning the flame and sending
0: Bibles to Asia. Right, and that number, if you've been waiting, is 1-800-YES-WORD, or 800-937-9673. 937 9673 We'll be right back with more Bibles for Asia. You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. back to Kingdom Pursuits where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom and today we certainly all have a passion for what God's doing in Asia, specifically fanning the flame with Bibles for Asia today with the Bible League and my friend Michael Woolworth and wow, right? There's so so much that, that, that our listeners would love to hear about.
1: Well, let me uh, uh, take take you uh, to uh, the country of India here in just a second. Um, you know, if you follow Barna Research, they will tell us that church growth in America is somewhat stunted, almost on the decline, Robbie, so that does cause you to look elsewhere in the world and see where is it growing. It's places like Latin America, the continent of Africa, and the region of Asia. This is number one, but as many as nine of ten believers have no access to the Bible. So we're doing something about it, in fact, Truth Network and bible we said, you know what, by the time we uh, observe the somber holiday of Memorial Day and throw some uh, brats on the grill, hopefully not torch them like I did the other night, we'd love to be able to say to 3,000 Bibleist believers in places like China, India, Bangladesh, uh, Vietnam, uh, Thailand, other places we'll talk about as we go along today, hey, those Bibles you're praying for, they're on their way, they're on their way at $5 a Bible. Let me tell you about shanti Varden. A uh, story is this born uh, outside of New delhi, um uh, blind at birth, lost his father at age ten Robbie um he and his mother lived in extreme poverty. Have you ever seen some pictures or video of the extreme abject poverty in India? It's absolutely true that was his story and because of all of that despair. He wanted to end his life only a few years ago, but his godly mother. Prayed for his salvation. He came to saving faith. That was about uh, three, four years ago. Uh, we were able to give him a Bible uh, from Bible League, an audio Bible, an audio Bible in this case. So, Robbie, he could listen to that anytime he wanted. He heard the precious promises of God. And he said, You know what? Um, God's given me something special. I've never seen anything in my life, but I think I've seen God. He says, You know what? If God didn't uh, afflict me with this blindness, um, you know, I, I would be a pagan. I wouldn't be a born again believer. Robbie to date as he has ministered to other blind people there in India those that are physically, physically and uh, 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 developmentally disabled and just people in his uh, you know in his neighborhood that share in that extreme poverty 192 people have come to Christ i mean it was only a few years ago this man wanted to end his life and now he is pointing people to the bread of life this is why christianity i believe is growing fastest in the region of asia it's through people like shanti varden and today his prayer robbie as we, uh, you know, spend the hour together and, and point people to what's happening in Asia, it's for about 200 Bibles. He's not asking for the miraculous, right, that he would have his sight, but he's praying for 192 Bibles right now. It's all part of the bigger picture, 3,000 Bibles by the time we hit Memorial Day weekend. We'd love to be able to say to those 3,000 Bibleist believers in the region of Asia, hey, your Bibles, they're coming. They're on their way.
0: Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? Uh, well, that I'm I'm I'm. Convinced it probably will be amazing, because I mean, when we think about you know how how important to you is your Bible, right? Like, you know, can you imagine having to? I don't know, even know what they do to share the Bible, but I I I, I know that. Um, I remember I did an interview with Transworld Radio one time about a guy that had no Bible and clearly didn't have any discipleship, and so what had happened to him is, you know, they were being persecuted in a in a house church, and the communists came in, and they all scattered, took off running, and this guy fell down a well as he was running, and on his way down the well, somehow or another, the rope that was in the well wrapped around his lake and, and leg and he just hung there. Of course, the communists went running by. They didn't see him because he'd fallen down the well, thank goodness. So he didn't get captured that way. But now he's hanging upside down in this well, right? And, yeah. and, he, and he starts praying that somebody would save him. And lo and behold, within about, you know, 15, 20 minutes, somebody comes by and fishes him out of the well. Well, he decides, of course, he doesn't have a Bible to understand that prayer doesn't require hanging upside down. So he starts, because there's no discipleship, he starts the church at the upside down prayer. And and so they create this building where they all hang upside down every Sunday morning, right? Because they think that, that, that this is what it requires. Well, when there's no word of God to go by... Right? Then then people can get all sorts of erroneous stuff going on and all sorts of legalism and all sorts of things that, right? The Bible's there to give them a true line. Mm In, in order to find their way. And again, we, we've got an opportunity right now to help with that. I mean what a what a cool thing. Someday in heaven we'll be able to see these people. Again, five dollars buys one Bible, a hundred dollars buys twenty, and all you have to do is of course go to KingdomPursuits or if you and you'll see the um, fan the flame banner or you can see it at truthnetwork.com or you can just dial one eight hundred yes word or 1-800-937-9673 one 937 9673 and you can get the whole process started and so michael you've been doing this a while
1: yeah, you know what? I I, I I have a great gig, Robbie. Uh, you know, Bible League sends me all over the world. There are people that fund those trips where I can go and meet with our end users. Uh, those, those pastors, those evangelists, lay people, men and women, who are on the front lines of uh, of gospel work. And, and we do this uh, in six regions of the world. Uh, we do a little bit in uh, Latin America and uh, the Middle East, Europe, uh, on the continent of Africa, the region of Asia, a little bit in America, but again, it's mainly uh, around the world. And, Robbie, I come back, people ask me, okay, Woolworth, what do, you, what do you personally get out of this? I said, you know what, there is not a day that I don't come back and open my Bible and thank God that I have His Word in my own language at a level I can understand, right? I mean, I think about, gosh, the last few years with COVID, you know, to know that 1 Peter uh, for, uh, Peter writes, you know, cast your cares on Him, for He cares for you. And my mother graduated to heaven last June. You know, I remember Jesus in, in John 14, I, I go to prepare a place for you, right? I mean, the comfort... That has come from being able to open our Bibles every single day. Of course, here in America, gosh, you probably have, what, 10, 15, 20 Bibles in your home? Now it's just staring at you on your phone, right? Uh, and so uh, what's so elementary to us uh, in the Christian faith here in America is so hard to find in a place like Asia. So we're doing something about it. Again, we have said by Memorial Day we'd love to uh, put the Bible into the hands and hearts of about 3,000 Bibleist believers. Robbie, people ask me, how do you do it for $5 a Bible? Well, gone are the days where you'd print a Bible here in America, stick it on a ship, pray it gets there in six months, Right. As we meet financial goals, we're able to say, "Look, fire up the presses." We say this to printers all around the world who print Bibles where it's safe to do so, and we say, "Hey, we've 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 met this need. We need fifty thousand uh, Mandarin language Bibles uh, for the uh, country of China. We need uh, we need um, Vietnamese Bibles. So we need uh, Hindi Bibles uh, in uh, in the state of in the." Uh, Country of Indians, so that's how we do it right now. And we never go into a village and willy-nilly say, "Hey, Bibles, anyone?" All of the Christians that we're talking about right now, we know by name. We know where they're located. They've come to saving faith through a Bible study from Bible League. It's eight to twelve weeks in length, and um, it asks questions like, um, "How is Jesus both God and man? What's it mean to die to self? What's it mean to put on Jesus?" So when Jesus says, "If you want to be great in this kingdom," You learn to serve, and so somebody has invited this person to come learn about Jesus, and then as they come to Saving Faith, they're connected to a local evangelical church. It's under-resourced. That doesn't mean they lack zeal for God or love for others. Probably it means that God has them positioned where it's a little more difficult to live out your Christian faith, and so we promise them at the end of that study a Bible in their own language at a level they can understand, and listeners, that's what you're doing today, is helping us make good on that promise to put a Bible into the hands and hearts of these New believers who were praying for a Bible. And that story I just mentioned of Shanti Varden, here's a young man who had his audio Bible. He would gather people to go through this uh, Bible study. And again, a lot of these people are leaving all the isms of Asia. What is that? Well, it's Hinduism, it's Confucianism, Taoism, Islam, all those isms, right? And so a lot of what they know about Christianity, uh, you know, about hanging upside down to pray, Robbie, Right. (laughs) is yeah. <laughs> a uh, caricature. It's incomplete, it's untrue, and so when you can open up your own Bible, you begin to learn about Jesus, the great lover of your soul. And so, listeners, you have been incredibly kind. We've worked together for many years. Robbie, you and I have had a chance to hop on this wonderful show, Kingdom Pursuits, and uh, just share the tremendous need that's in that part of the world. Why is that? Because the move of the go- of, of the gospel means what? It means that there's revival breaking out. People are not keeping Jesus to themselves. They're sharing him with others. And then there's these spiritual awakenings. People are coming to know the God who loves them. And, uh, Robbie, uh, always a joy to be with you today to share these stories. Got a lot more coming up on the other side of the break. But, listeners, uh, don't merely say today that's an interesting story from India or several of we'll share on the other side of the break. Say, you know what, I'm going to get involved today. I know it's still tax season, inflation's still up. But do something about it. You can do that today at only $5 a Bible.
0: So I find it like mind-blowing that God orchestrated, right? You guys have all these resources in all these different countries. How did, how did that get started, really, that they, they started doing these Bible studies through these churches that you guys were affiliated? How, how did that grow like that?
1: Well, you know what? Our our origin came uh, J- uh, good Friday, 1938, the Chicago area. Our founder was on his deathbed. Robbie, an elder of his church, came said, God, would you restore his health when that happens? Would you give him a ministry? They had no idea what the ministry looked like. He was all about that health returning. When it happened, there was this deep burden to engage people, the Word of God. So in the Chicago area, they began knocking on doors. You got a Bible in the home? No? Okay, if we gave you one, would you read it? Yes. Here is a Bible, and on that premise, Bible League was birthed. Uh, 85 years ago, and we've expanded globally. We did that many, many decades ago. And, uh, Robbie, we worked through the under-resourced church. As I say, they lack nothing <laughs> on the ground materially. You know, they, they might lack a lot materially, but I can spi- tell you spiritually, uh, they have got it all. A great love for God, a great love for others, a zeal to share Christ with others. And again, you know, the, the under-resourced church means they may not worship in a big bricks-and-mortar structure like you and I do at the corner of First and Main Streets, and they may not have a coffee bar in the back. You know, they may have to worship in a house church that's unregistered with the government, let's say, in the country of China, one of the countries we're focused on right now. But all that to say, they're no less of a church. These are members of our spiritual family, and that's how we do this. Again, God... Leads the way. We've been uniquely positioned, just like
0: that evangelist Philip and Acts eight, right? Oh yeah, and, and and you the, think about all right. these that they're still knocking on doors, right? But they they may be knocking on tents or they're they're knocking on whatever, but they're they're yeah. making relationships with people and sharing Christ and sharing the way to to follow Him through that through His Word. It's amazing. So again, I love 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 having the Bible League on. We got another couple segments to go so stay tuned with Michael you're going to get more stories it's wonderful stay tuned you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com welcome back to kingdom pursuits where we hear how god takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today, how fun, we've got Michael Woolworth with us with the Bible League. And I don't know if all of you heard the same break that I did because I know sometimes that's different. But Adrian Rogers was talking about Charles Lindbergh um, getting ice on his wings and pulling up mm. on the stick and flying up into the sunlight, which I thought was, of course, Adrian Rogers can tell a story like nobody. And uh, But the way that they said that was with the word of God. Right. And so how many times in your own life were you in the fog, man? I know it was probably this morning. Yeah, yeah I was um, early. I was in the fog. Right. But man, as you begin to read the word, you, you, it pulls your head up, it, you know, out of the clouds and it, it, it burns off that fog. It burns off that ice and, and you can begin to sense his presence and his sunshine smile. And wow, what an opportunity to, to put that in the hands of somebody that we don't even know. Like, man, $5, you know, it's just an opportunity or 50 or whatever, whatever God puts on your heart. It's a, it's as simple as going to KingdomPursuits.com or TruthNetwork.com and hitting the Fan the Flames button or dial on 800-937-9673. Again, uh, you know, see where God's working and get in on it. These people are knocking on doors in Asia. They're knocking on 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 tents or whatever they're doing, and they're reaching out and they're promising these people a Bible, and and thank you to the to the what was the man that, that was, um, the the founder's name in Chicago,
1: uh, Bill Chapman, William and Betty Chapman, yeah, here in the Chicago area, nineteen thirty eight, Good Friday. Here we are, eighty five years later. And, Robbie, you know what? We could not do this without listeners like uh, yours. I mean, uh, that, that's the bottom line. I think I think the Chapman's always envisioned there'd be caring groups of people that would say, okay, I have a glimpse now of what God's doing in Asia. I mean, frankly, I don't wake up Monday morning and think about, you know, the Philippines or Vietnam or Sri Lanka, but God hasn't forgotten. You know, he's redeeming the world. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw the nations to myself. Hey, if I may, real quick, uh, we're already... A few hundred Bibles toward this goal of 3,000. That's how good listeners to Truth Network are. I had a little downtime this week. Uh, I picked up the phone. I called uh, John and Gail. They're in, uh, somewhere in North Carolina, right? God's country there. And I said, Gail, thank you for your gift. Why'd you give? She said, well, first of all, Michael, she said, I normally listen to, to Robbie and, and Kingdom Pursuits. I said, well, I'm going to be on there on Saturday. She said, first a joke. Then I'll answer your question," she said. "Who was the most Who was the most business savvy woman in the Bible?" I said, "Oh boy, I don't know." She said, "Pharaoh's daughter, right?" He, he she, she went down to the bank of the Nile and pulled out a little profit. So I said, "I bet Robbie Dilmore has shared that, hasn't he? She said, "Yeah." So anyway, I thanked her for a gift, but you know what she said, Robbie? She said, "You know what, my husband John and I said, if if we were the ones in those stories, Michael, when you're on Truth Network, you know, a couple times a, a year." You know, it dawned on us, what if we were the ones in those stories? She said we would pray that someone, anyone, would, uh, you know, bring us a Bible. She said if, you know, if it was a neighbor of ours or, you know, an adult child or somebody that we, you know, went to high school with 50 years ago said, hey, I'm a new believer, I need a Bible. She said, We do anything, anything to get them the Word of God, and we have this opportunity right now. So, Robbie, that's who your listeners are. Uh, we're so grateful for every gift. Uh, we know that people are sacrificing in their budgets, right? If it's uh, still tax season and inflation's uh, at an all time high, you know, that means you're sacrificing somewhere in your budget to see that Christians half a world away uh, will have a Bible uh, in their own language. And that's what we're doing today. It's Kingdom Work on Kingdom Pursuits.
0: Yeah, I, I'm always just, you know, so honored that um, it, it, we have so many listeners that just dearly, dearly, dearly love the Word of God, and they're in it all the time. And so, you know, it's kind of like God's audience, Right, because you know they're they're tuned in to WGOD, <laughs> Amen. Amen. and so you know that's that's when you when you read his word, you you actually are able to dial your radio for the first time. You know, you're just able to able to tune in, and, and so I think you know what an amazing thing it is. I don't think I've ever told this story on the show, but I'm going to tell it. So when I was actually in the fourth grade for the first time, I did it a couple times. Um, I was given, we went to a congregational church. I was not a believer by any means, and we didn't go to many churches when I was a child. But we did go to this church in Naperville, Illinois, and they handed me a Bible (laughs) 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 for which I had no concept what it was. But it was beautiful, and it had red around the edge, and I still have that Bible, as a matter of fact. You know, I moved over, I think, 38 times in the 34 first years of my life. Wow. And so I threw out most anything that I had from my childhood and all those different moves because I was in the car business. So we just moved all the time. But you know what you can't throw out? (laughs) <laughs> even if you're a complete heathen car salesman, you can't throw out a Bible. It's impossible. So I never threw out that Bible. It's got red around the edge. And and then one day I was trying to sell more cars. That was my idea. And I picked up this book by, or it was actually a tape set by Norman Vincent Peale. It was called The Power of Positive Thinking. And I spent $100 for this wonderful tape set from him. And the very first thing he said, I'll never forget. He said, well, if you want a positive mental attitude, the first thing you need to do is get up an hour earlier every morning and read the Bible and pray that God will show you what it actually means. Well, that sounded crazy to me, but I just spent $100 on this tape set. So I <laughs> so I, you know, I said, I have a Bible. I didn't have anything else from my childhood from Naperville, Illinois, I can assure you, but I still have that Bible. And so I began to read the word of God and it was canonized. You know, that's, that means that there was a cannonball that was headed for my head and actually I was saved by reading the Bible. I I, I read the book of Job and it, it confused me so much that I went out and bought a commentary I can't imagine a car salesman going by in a commentary, but I did just so that I could try to understand what in the world this was saying. But when I came to the conclusion that God had a really high standard, I didn't meet it and I was in big trouble. Um, And praise God, I got to the New Testament. I understood Jesus and I I found out how I too could be a son of the King. And, And that happened for me through a Bible that was given to me. You know, when I was in school that I never could throw out kind of, that's why for me personally, like man, to give that life that was given to me, to someone else like man, because those things, they are in fact a sword and they can, they can pierce people's souls. They will. I mean, his word doesn't go back void. Right, Michael?
1: You know, we've got that etched in the front of our building here in the Chicago area, right? Um, that, that that particular scripture, right? Isaiah 53, you know, 55, my word will go forth, it will not return void. You know, that happened in the country of the Philippines uh, before the break. Robbie, let me just share a quick story about a woman by the name of Betty. What was her story? Uh, she was forced into prostitution by uh, the drug cartel. I'll keep this PG-rated, right? But the story is this. She lived in utter ho- uh, hopelessness just outside of Manila, the Philippines. There's this infamous trash heap there. It's a mountain. It's a community. P- 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 families live around this thing. Kids rummage in this. They find hypodermic needles. They find corpses. It gives us this tremendous stench. Anybody knows anything about Manila knows what I'm talking about right now. That's where Betty's domain was. And I can tell you she lived in utter hopelessness. She had forced abortion, She had uh, very poor health very, very sad story until a former prostitute, somebody who received a Bible in a previous Bible League campaign, rescued her, brought her to a place of safety. Shared her uh, faith with her, introduced her to Jesus. Betty came to know the great lover of her soul, which you know. She said, now that I'm a child of the heavenly, I've got to do something with this. And Robbie, she would, you talk about a kingdom pursuit, right? She would go to a hundred families uh, in that area and invite them to come learn about Jesus through these weekly Bible studies I mentioned earlier in the hour. And one by one, those families would come to Christ. Today, there's a hundred families just outside of Manila, near this trash mountain, who've come to Christ. They're members of our spiritual family. I wasn't there to collect this audio cut, and I wish I could play this for you this morning, but uh, about 50 of those women uh, that that were rescued along with Betty's, about 100 in total, but 50 of these women gathered in the the English language to sing till the whole world knows. And Robbie, they were saying we're new creations in Christ. We were in distress. God has saved us, and now they're growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. That's what God is doing right now in Asia, and we get to be
0: so amazing again all you got to do is go to kingdom pursuits and click on the fan the flame button or truthnetwork.com or dial 1-800-YES-WORD we'll be right back with one more segment of yes word you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And wow, I know that for most of our listeners, the the Bible is definitely their passion. And so what an opportunity we have to share that with Michael Woolworth and the Bible League as we are fanning the flame Bibles for Asia today. And, uh, you know, your chance to get involved with what God's doing all over Asia in places that... um, Honestly, I, that's one part of the world I have never uh, visited or, or had much connection with. But it's, I do know that, right, I mean, like you talked about, it's the largest population in the world. And, and the great news is it really is a flame right now um, as God is really coming for that peop- those people groups.
1: Well, Robbie, you've been a great friend of Bible League. Uh, Listeners, you've been incredibly kind to us over the years. We're focused right now on Asia-wide. This is where Christianity is growing fastest in the world. More than half of the world's population lives here, but as many as nine of ten new believers have no access to the Bible. I mentioned this earlier, and don't do this if you're driving, but hold up both hands, right? You've got ten figures You put down uh, a thumb, what is that? Well, it's nine of ten. Believers, right? Helps you understand. That's a significant portion of the evangelical Christian who lives out their Christian faith on the day-to-day without what is so elementary to the Christian faith. What is that? It's a Bible in your own language at a level you can understand. Robbie, we're about 20% of the way to this goal that we've set for ourselves to bless 3,000 Bibleist believers. By the time we observe the somber holiday of Memorial Day, right? We're throwing brats and dogs on. We want to also be able to say to believers around the world in the region of Asia, hey, those Bibles you're praying for, they're coming, they're on their way. And, um, you know, you probably picked up pretty quickly, this is our 85th year of ministry. God has his position in some of the more difficult parts of the world. You think about Shanti and the abject poverty of India, where you can be thrown in jail right now if you... Uh, it would tell somebody what Jesus means, to you, and you try to uh, point them to to Christ. That that there's a price for that right now, right? You think about Betty being forced into human trafficking, along with many many other women there, but they've been rescued. God's doing amazing things. He's doing it through some of the most. Uh, most unassuming people, if you will, Robbie, and to think that we can step into their stories today at 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D. Just click the Bible League banner either at kingdompursuits.com or truthnetwork.com. Yeah, I thought I'd kind of wrap up our our final segment together. Just mentioning some names of Christians in Asia right now who are praying for a Bible. If I can do that, Robbie, let me start with Danilo in the Philippines. Um, He's in his 30s. He's a former Buddhist, a brand-new Christian this year. He's praying for a Bible. Robbie's in Sri Lanka. He's in his 50s, lost 20 family members to the country's civil war that uh, happened not too long ago. Um, He's a new believer praying for a Bible. Uh, daiku is in china a, a former atheist fu- uh, shunned by his family when he came to christ more than anything he's praying for a bible einar is in thailand she's a widowed mother of three lives uh, just north of bangkok wants to raise her three children to know and love jesus she's praying for a bible and then ming is in cambodia he is a former buddhist um, he denied christ for 67 years of his life but uh, and, and and actually attacked christians uh, he hated christianity but one of those believers that he attacked um, uh, turned the, the the other cheek, if you will, led him to Jesus, and now at 65 years of age, Ming in Cambodia is a born-again believer. Um, he is praying for a Bible as he's just recently begun his walk. Uh, with Jesus. And uh, Robbie, I mentioned earlier, uh, I had a quick call with John and Gail, North Carolina. Listeners of yours, they love the joke. She was able to pair one of those back to me on that call. But, you know, your listeners get this. They understand. Um, How would you live out your Christian faith? How how would you read about Jesus, the great lover of your soul, if you didn't have a Bible? And so we're focused right now on Asia. I can tell you, I know it's a tough time to give. Inflation, tax season's kind of still upon us here. And so if you're sacrificing to send Bibles half a world away. You're, you're, you're giving up something in your budget. I don't know if that's a Friday night pizza or what that looks like for you, but thank you for every single gift. We're praying expectantly that we will hit this goal together, about 3,000 Bibleist believers being able to get a Bible in their own language this year, Robbie.
0: Yeah, what a neat opportunity! Really, whether it's five or ten or fifteen or twenty or like a hundred, like it says, you know, there is just an opportunity to, to make a real impact with whatever God puts on your heart, and, and it is really, really easy, as we talked about. You can go to TruthNetwork dot com, or you can go to KingdomPursuits.com, dot com. Hit fan the flames, or dial that that number one eight hundred. Yes, word. If you're good like that, I'm not. I would rather hear 1-800-937-9673 because, you know, I, I, I'm not that good with the numbers and the letters. But nonetheless, you know, it, it is an opportunity uh, as, as spring comes along in so many different ways. These these new believers are coming to life and boy, they need food. You know, they, they they need good food and, and they couldn't get better food than to have their own Bible. And you don't think once they have that brand new Bible in their hands, like, oh, my goodness. Right. And in their own language, you know, that's the amazing thing that you, you get them printed in their own language and you get them shipped and you get them in the person's hands. It's really all around amazing, you know.
1: Well, you know every story i 've shared today, I wish we had more time together. It all started with one Bible right it, it It began with somebody who could share what was in that Bible and one God willing to bring people from the grips of spiritual darkness. Robbie, I've been all over Asia. I uh, just got back from Malaysia, but I can tell you, Revelation 13 comes to mind. The kingdoms of this world, they're becoming the kingdom of our Lord, and you get to be a part of that with every call and with every click today. Robbie, what a joy to be with you today, brother.
0: Oh, absolutely, Michael. Again, you go to kingdompursuits.com or thetruthnetwork.com, and there is a listener calling in that may have the answer, it was Elijah, and we're going to give them the prize just because they called in, so we're grateful for that. Right. And we... <laughs> (laughs) Thank you for listening. You got so much truth coming at you, right? You got the the encouraging prayer followed by masculine journey. So much truth coming at you. We're so grateful for your listening today. Thank you.
1: This is the Truth Network.